The Water Woman is rooted in love, self-awareness, and expansion. Welcome to this open space where we empower women to reclaim every part of themselves while candidly discussing what it means to be a white woman. It's Tiana and Miranda, and you're now listening to the Water Woman Podcast. What's up? Welcome to the Water Woman Podcast. If you're new here and if you've been listening for some time now, welcome back because you already know what's up. It's Tiana. And Miranda. So, what's been up this week? Mm, this week has been really, I'm not going to say shitty, but it's been uh, um, some trials and tribulations. I was just about to say, it, you had a trying time. Mentally and emotionally. I'm having a... um. Like, I'm just, I feel like it's just some lessons need to be learned. So they just come, they're making a block, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, I've been in great spirits this week. I feel like I've been rejuvenated. <laughs> I guess, like, just spending time with my family and just being close with them, like, and just feeling the love. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm filled. I'm very filled. Yeah, especially during the time, you know, sometimes events can really bring people together. And then you realize, like, how much important, like, love is in your life. And most importantly, family, too, because as we get older. Most importantly, family. Cause we I, just kind of grow out of it a little bit. Yeah. I, and I, I think I mentioned it before how not family-oriented that I am and how my family isn't really family-oriented. So I feel like with us just big coming together this weekend, it's like everyone noticed that we wasn't as close as we were so it was it's just a mutual feeling throughout the whole family girl like we got a group message now we talking every day it's just i'm just loving this love right now yeah it's like uh we need to get to uh together more often yes it's not and it's not like it it didn't feel forced it felt like we we needed to do this like i don't know if it's my grandpa like saying Y'all need to be together right now. So we about to make that happen because literally that's how it's been since like everything. So I'm I'm feeling good this week. Yeah, it's like when that when a rock, um, like the rock of the family, make something happens, you know, you really mm-hmm. are forced to be like, All right, we need to get it together for the sake of like this is what he will want. This is what right. they will want. You know, so but you know we don't I've said I wasn't too much um, family oriented either but every time Mm -hmm. I do my family it's really really fun Mm -hmm. and I really just enjoy it because I know that it's different now versus when you were younger being around family and then when you're older so I just really enjoy um, how much everybody has changed, mm-hmm. but they're still kind of the same. Like you might have that aunt that still does the same thing and, mm-hmm. you know, act the same way. So it's really something to appreciate. Right. And um, um, yeah, we're definitely the same in that aspect, especially when it comes to like not being that family oriented. And it's crazy because we both have big families. So that was, that, that was just like a great feeling for me. To just be around them and love on them and just love on each other. Kudos to that. Um, you deserve it. 
and I hope y'all get together more throughout this year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you've been filed, grandfathered into my family group message because of my mom. Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm like, can you not? This is why I didn't want her to make that group message because I knew that somebody was going to find that group message and type in it. Girl, I girl, when I looked at the the first message, for some reason, when I was originally, but just to catch the people of, I'm in Tiana's family's group message. <laughs> so the first, when I first was added, I was like, I didn't get the message. I didn't get it. I think it was because like it was about like COVID vaccinations or COVID testing or something. Mm-hmm. So I got it, but I thought it was spam. So I just I sent them whole group message to jump me because <laughs> I thought it, I must have thought it was spam because remember you asked me if I got it and I was like no I didn't see it so I, I must have swiped and sent it to spam because I get crazy messages all day because of whoever had my number pre- previous to me so um then when I got the message the random text I think your grandma sent <laughs> just saying that she loved everybody so I'm like at first when I saw it because my grandmother she sends out prayers every morning. So I thought she finally got to um, knowing how to do a group message. So I'm like, my grandma know how to group message? <laughs> but then when I seen your mom, then your mama responded. And I'm like, oh, hold on. This is Tiana family. <laughs> right. Like, okay, this is not my family. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. But yeah, you see how like. My mama think you her second daughter so bad. Like I know she wanted to have different another kid, and it just didn't happen like that. She tell me all the time because I had texted her and told her like, you know, thank you for coming to my grandpa's funeral because she was the first person I seen like the whole like the family, the great like the kids and everything. We were all sitting in the boardroom because they were discussing the um the service like how it was going so we all were sitting in there so I walked I stepped out because I went to um I think I went to to either I was going to check on my I think I was going to check my phone because I didn't have service so we they were like we about to walk out so as soon as I walked out she was the first person I seen and I was like oh my god thank you for coming like I was she told me she was coming but I was still surprised to see her yeah so I had texted her like later on that night like after I was like on my way home or whatever and I just thanked her for coming and she was like like so genuine about it and just saying how I didn't have to thank her because like I'm her child so I didn't have to thank her I was like oh she is too sweet yeah, she, she really, really does have I didn't cry like after the funeral I didn't cry but when she texted me I cried so I probably need to text her back because I, I couldn't like text her back because I was crying <laughs> yeah she has such um sunshine energy she really does mm-hmm. I see where I get it from <laughs> yeah girl, I had to pull my mom over there and like let them hug it out and stuff yeah but we know that um we're having all this little talk about family and we do acknowledge that not everybody is close with their family and sometimes you got to go out into the world and you really create your own family mm-hmm. and you create your own family just by friendships and forming forming yes. bonds with different people that we meet throughout our lives. So that brings us to today's topic of friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friendships. So like to you, what is a friendship? A friendship to me is someone that I can call on when I need anything. And not even like 
anything as far as like helping me out, like just someone who I know is going to be there when I need that shoulder to cry on, someone who's just there to just there, basically. So like something that's not draining, something that's natural, not it's not force, you know. Um, yeah. When I um, oh, I was so far away just now. Um, when I think of friendships, I think of um, like healthy interdependency and just having communion. You know, having those people that you can depend on, and you guys depend on each other as well. It's like you know, that energy is being reciprocated. And I also think of servitude, and I think of being of service to somebody. Mm -hmm. And um, from all about love, you know, she had a a chapter where she did talk about that and she always makes reference reference to serving others in general so this is a quote that I got from the book it said that serving others is a fruitful path to the heart as any other therapeutic practice so I do think that like in the midst of forming friendships we are really just creating a space of healing for ourselves because we we learn to let people in and we learn to let people love us mm -hmm. so it is like we already know that healing is an act of communion because sometimes you can meet people during like hard times. So just from the, the very notion of healing, you can create friendships from that. So, yeah, I like that. She said that about servitude because that's what it is. It's, it really is about being of service to each other. Right. And I think about like when I was a kid, I never really had to think about the type of friends I wanted because Mm -hmm. we were really friends with people based off proximity like maybe we were yeah. cheerleading together softball went to the same church and so you know you just got meshed in with people so easily and yeah. I feel like it can be like that now but with more restrictions because now as an adult you're like okay I was around that friend but I that's not really she's not really my cup of tea so right I'm not gonna be hanging around with y'all like I love you but I don't want, don't invite me to that function anymore. Right. <laughs> I feel like um, friendships in general, um, they change. And they change because we are growing. So like you said, we're friends with that person because we dance together. Okay, we're not dancing anymore. So do we have that, do we have that in common? Will we still be friends? And then, like, once we grow older and then we begin to change and that friendship begin to change and we growing, you know, that when you notice that change, you notice that, okay, maybe I need to back away from this friendship because this is she's doing something that I, you know, I changed from that. So that's something I'm not trying to do. Like, if you have that friend that's all about dance and you don't want to dance anymore, what is there to discuss? You know what I'm saying? So it's okay, like, if that friendship begins to change you don't have to like remain in that friendship yeah and then sometimes I don't even think it is always as serious as ending the friendship because things look a little yeah. bit differently because now that we are older we will have different interests naturally I mean especially if we don't live next to each other mm -hmm. um and even like just from having kids maybe you got a friend that got kids now Mm -hmm. um, which I know two of my good friends have kids, like two of my close friends have kids, or maybe marriage, one is engaged. So it's like these things are differences, mm -hmm. but 
for me, they're not causes for me to end the friendship because that's just right. an acknowledgement of us being on different paths. You know what I'm saying? Right. So as far as that, like I know <clears throat> within that friend group, I know y'all all were, was close and, you know, but now it's like everyone has their own thing. So how do you deal with a change or a shift in everyone's life? How do you maintain, still maintain your friendship? I realize that it really is just as simple as reaching out. Like, <clears throat> yeah, you have and to both, know that. On the, both ways, though. The response, the response is not going to be immediate. Like, they might not text back as fast. Or they might not call back as fast as they used to. Right. But trying to reach out and seeing that people are making an effort, because there's a difference between somebody making an effort and life is just getting in the way and people just just bamboozling you, like not reaching out, expecting you to put in all the work. So I just continue to show up. I continue to show up as me because a part of us, we're, we're still all the same, you know, despite right. like maybe the kids or the fact that we're in school or we don't talk as much. We still are the same little teenagers at heart running around doing what we want. So we really just, that's where the bond was created and that's where it's formed. So as adults now, we just get together and talk about the adult things that are happening in our lives. And even if sometimes I feel like I might not be able to relate what they're talking about in the message at the time, I just don't reply. Right. <laughs> like, Oh, well, this is a conversation that I'm not interested in. I just don't reply. And that's okay because the group message is going to be popping another day. And I might be a little bit more present in it. So I learned to just not take it so personal that things have changed mm -hmm. because um, I'm not married and I don't have kids. And that's the, the dynamics of what is going on in my closest friend groups. Um, either got kids are either married or engaged. So that's fine. That's not where I'm at, but we still can, we can still talk about what we need to talk about and have a good time. And I'm now even more so I'm like the friend that's like, since I'm not bound by those responsibilities, I'm the friend that's gonna, I'm the one that's gonna have all the interesting stories now, first of all, so. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're looking forward to what I have to say, basically. If I had like a fun night or uh, what I did, I know that they they wanna hear about this fun. Right, they wanna live through you. <laughs> so I don't even take it, I don't take it personal at all. Like, yeah. but I know that you, I feel like you have always had like, situation with friends where it just didn't work out or I don't know maybe I'm making this up in my head no 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 <laughs> I'm not making it up you're not at all and that's and that's where I learned where I can't just call anybody my friend because I tend to use that word loosely loosely because at the end of the day, I look at myself as um, I'm a good friend. I am a good friend. So um, when someone isn't reciprocating or being a good friend to me, I shut down. And I was um, surrounding myself with like very toxic friendships. Like, why am I arguing with my friend? Like, why are we having these petty arguments? 
Like mm-hmm. it was a point in my life a few years ago uh, where I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go drink. I didn't want to go party. I felt like I was. I didn't feel like the world was ending, but I just felt like I wanted to shut out the world. Mm-hmm. And a few of um, my girlfriends at the time thought that I was being fake or not trying to be um, hang out with them or I just wanted to like it. They felt like I was betraying them because I was turning down going out, going eat, going party, going do this, going do that. It's not like I should. I'm I'm my own person, so if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as my friend, if I say no, no means no. I'm not your mother. I'm not your child. <laughs> so therefore, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And that's when I noticed that okay, Marada, you need to figure out your friendships you need to figure out who's your friends and who's not so it's a lot of picking and choosing when it comes to me and friends because I'm a very social person very social and I have a lot of friend groups well I have like two or three I have friend groups and it's a struggle because I'm always getting pulled in different directions but I have different groups of friends that I can do different things with so that's not bad though that's not bad bad. it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing you you should have different friends for different things because at the end of the day I know you said something about um you mentioned something about reciprocation and I do think that there are levels to that because just because I'm good at a certain thing doesn't mean that the friend that I so happen to reach out is good at it. Like, for example, if I need some advice on something, I should be able to know who to go to for that advice versus just randomly going to my, one of my random friend groups and you know what I'm saying? So I think that you should definitely, there are different friends for different things. So that's really not a bad thing at all. Um, But also making sure to have that discernment in um, those friend groups, because I realized that like, Obviously, I still wanted to have the friend groups like from when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I wanted to just still have that. But then as I got older, I realized like I actually don't because sometimes like friend groups, it just be a lot of like drama. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's so many different personalities. And I didn't realize like it would be drama until I realized that like friend groups, they they can have drama sometimes. There's just so many of us. (laughs) Yes. Oh, trust me. I know. I know from my friend group from high school and we all had a group message and I literally watched the group message get smaller and smaller (laughs) and smaller until it was smaller because I wasn't in it. So I'm like, oh shit, I got kicked out of the group message. So like, I know. And then moving on to... um, you know, working at walk-ons, I met so many girls who I met, like, girls at the time that was my friend. I met lifelong friends, and it was so much Bad Girls Club drama. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of drama. So once I stopped working there, I realized who was my friends and who really wasn't my friends. So I'm so grateful for every block in my life where I found these friends. And I'm so grateful for the ones I have now. And I'm grateful for the ones that I no longer have because, you know, it taught having a lot of friends teaches a lot of blessings because um, it's been times where I felt like I wasn't a good friend at a certain time to, to certain people. And I know how it feels to not have a good friend. So Mm. things like that, it just teaches you, to treat people how you want to be treated because um, especially treating people how you want to be treated. That's a very important thing because when I was in a situation where I wasn't a good friend to someone, it showed me like, damn, okay. Like I understand why she feels how she feels because I wouldn't want nobody to do that to me or I wouldn't want to look at someone that's my friend. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. So Having best friends is a lesson learned. Okay. I never really had like bad friends Ugh. because I just feel like I don't know, like I, I'd be trying to make friends, but then I, I always just retreat back to my normal mode. Mm-hmm. I don't have trust issues, but I'm just such a private person and I'm just I want genuine people in my life at all times. So sometimes it stops me because I either want them to be my friend or they just like I just know them like so that that was a problem for me when I moved to Texas because I wanted to people I wanted people to be my friends but I was lacking discernment on the type of friendships that I actually needed to have and I find that people were attracted to me because they liked my energy and they liked how I was and then when another side of me came out maybe because they were expecting me to be a certain way they didn't um, necessarily accept or enjoy that person that the other side of me that I was showing. And so in return, I did get like some projection. And I remember I was out with a group of friends one time and it was a lot of us. And I was talking to one friend in specific, but just because we we were talking about apartments or something like that. We were talking about apartments. I think she, the friend had just went through a breakup. So we were talking about apartments and I'm like just talking to her and then in the friend group, like, later on, like, after all of that, we're finished, like, a girl, she told me, like, oh, we just felt like you had bad energy, and, you know, you were only talking to this person, and I'm just, like, I, first of all, I was sitting next to this person at the table where we were eating, like, literally directly across from them, so it was, like, it was easy for me to just have a conversation with her but it's like we weren't talking about anything that people were excluded from we're literally talking about apartments so I think that kind of rubbed me the wrong way and then me being me like warning people to see the good in me at the time like I went out the way to um I guess over explain myself and that's something that I look back and I was just like that's a no-no so I'm not I'm not friends with these people anymore um I don't I don't have any problem with them I just it just faded out which was good because you things that aren't even really for you are going to fade out anyway and I just had to learn that like 
the people around here are not going to bring the energy of what I'm used to in friendships because I feel like back home in Louisiana, mm-hmm. like we just we just loud, we straightforward, like mm-hmm. we can talk over each other. The point's still gonna get across, like we hear each other. And I just feel like I got the energy of people just being so sensitive here, so sensitive, but like just fake at the same time. Like they don't even really, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I remember another, let me just say this another time. Another time I was like with a friend, we were out on our balcony. Mind you, we are smoking, so we getting high. And we were talking about something, and then I guess I talked over her, but out of excitement. Like, you know how we talk? Yeah. And then eventually, like, she was talk. she eventually told me, like, yeah, you know, like, you were talking over me, and I'm just like, girl, like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> That was me so, talking out of excitement. Like, this was nothing that you should have got offended over. So needless, needless to say that I'm not friends with her anymore either. And I don't think she's a bad person, but she was sometime in any way. Like. Right. And I don't think people... So when you say you talked out of excitement, I do I do notice that a lot from you. But I know that's, that's how... It doesn't bother me because I know that's how you talk. We so talk like, over each other in general, though, Miranda. Like, people in Louisiana talk yeah, over each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, me, as in me being from Louisiana and them being from wherever the fuck. But they don't know that we we talk with aggression or we talk mm-hmm. with, comp- like, for example, my cousin. We're just she, happy. <laughs> Right, like she talk, she's so loud and she's assertive and she's just confident and she talks like just straightforward. She'd be like, "Okay, yes, yes," like because we was talking and she was agreeing with me, but she was so uh, aggressive and assertive and like, I I gotta introduce y'all because she's just so like so confident and just I just love her point blank period, but. I notice how she talks and I notice that's how we all talk. So people don't understand the way we talk. And that's why I try to, I don't try to like dumb it down because that's, that's just who I am. So the way I talk is the way we talk. So, I mean, you either can understand that I'm not coming as I'm not being aggressive, but I'm talking with excitement. Like I'm Mm -hmm. in agreement. Like this is the way I talk. Yeah, and that's why it just goes back to like them enjoying a certain part of me. Mm-hmm. And the minute they see something that was a little bit too much for them, it was like, oh, well, I don't know if I really like that anymore. Like, even just from the basis of me, like, just calling people out on things, like, nobody liked, nobody enjoyed that. Nobody enjoyed being called out. Um, but that's because it's a lack of, like, if you don't have people in your life that are calling you out on the regular, then of course you're not going to really enjoy that. Like, of course that's going to be like a first time thing. And so what are you going to do? You're going to defend yourself and you're really not going to notice that you're wrong until it's too late. Maybe you're not even friends with that person anymore. So that's really, that, that, that's even still, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm working out of it. My comfort zone is me being in my house in solitude. But I am. I do think that I'm a great person, and I do think I'm a great friend. So I really try to get out and share myself a little bit more um, with other people. Yeah, and I feel like you, as a friend, was having in general, like just having you as a friend is like kind of like the best thing that happened for me because you don't mind 
if I'm wrong in a situation or if you notice I'm doing something, like, you don't mind telling me how, like, telling me off or, like, telling me, okay, you should have done this or, like, simply saying why you did that. <laughs> yeah, I did learn like, that I had to change mind, my and approach. I know, and when it's from <laughs> you, I always know it's coming from love. Like, I always know it's coming from the best of, like, who you are so when people feel offensive when you call someone out on something that's just them needing to step a look take a look back at what the, what they did mm-hmm. because like, yeah. and that's people looking for that yes man in friendships and that's something I cannot do yeah and I, I did have to change my approach because I realized that I was a little bit too um I don't know. A little. I was a little bit mean on my approach. Um, at least mm-hmm. some years ago, it was just because I, I just wanted to get my point across so bad. But I have changed my approach, and I do take it. I take it personally when somebody takes me the wrong way, just mm-hmm. because I know how I am. But I learned to just. I can't control like what they think of me anyway. So, like, it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how that's how I am too. Um, I so I'm not the type of so if you say for instance you come to me for advice because normally a lot of people go to their friend venting or like looking for advice or whatever, but not really looking for advice. They're looking for agreements. And I'm not that person to be like. Girl, yeah, yeah, you right because that's wrong or blah blah blah. No. If you're wrong, I'm gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. And I learned that okay, Miranda, speak your piece and move on. Because I've noticed that I'm putting I put out so much energy where it gets to the point where it's draining for me. And at the end of the day, everyone's gonna do what they're what they want to do yeah and that's fine that is fine but me as a friend i'm that person that i'm I'm going to tell you the real like i want to let you know what i wouldn't do basically but i had to realize mm-hmm. that i'm not that person and i can't like take offense or like feel a certain way if that person you know just go back and do the same thing Mm, yeah. So I'm not that friend that if you're looking for agreements, move around. Because <laughs> I'm not that person that's going to sugarcoat it. I'm not that person that's going to yes man it. No. And don't you think that that has pegged you as being um, a judgmental friend? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. And, oh, yes. Yes. I've been called judgmental so time so many times and I promise I'm not judging. I'm not I'm not judging. It it like, you know, cuz I I can't judge. Like I make mistakes daily. I'm not perfect. Mhm. I do things that I do things where I know better and I know And you're not better. doing better. <laughs> I, Literally, I and prayed, I probably knew about it. <laughs> yes, I prayed about this. Literally, my words was to God, God. I'm sorry. I'm saving. I'm sharing our conversation, but I'm. I gotta. The people gotta know. I said <laughs> this this morning. 
it was a situation, God, where I knew better and I did not do better. Give me the strength to do better. That was my words today. So I know in my heart that I cannot judge. So I will not judge. So when I'm looked at at that as that judgmental friend, it really annoys me. And Mm -hmm. I was called this recently, like for my this is a reason why I hate birthday dinners. I tell you this all the time. So if you hear somebody planning me a birthday dinner, please tell them she does not like it. But anyway, at the birthday dinner, I don't think you was there yet. Somebody was having a conversation and um, they were talking about, I can't remember what the conversation was, but it was about the close fr- a close friend something. Oh, Somebody said they took me out of the close uh, out of her close friends because she posted something about my birthday or something. And then somebody else was like, oh, yeah, because she was going to comment and say something because, uh, you know, she judged mental. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, because I posted something in my close friends and you commented. I said, that wasn't me judging you. I was laughing. Yeah. But for her to say that she really felt in her heart that I was a judge that I was judgmental because I know for a fact that she knew for a fact that I was joking. Mm-hmm. So when I'm called judgmental, it's so annoying because I am not judgmental at all. <laughs> like I, I think, really don't care. I think it's so funny that people have this um, capacity to where they can call you out on shit. Uh, whatever they perceive it to be and then you try to um when you do it it's a problem like right not that you was calling that person out on being judgmental but just when you just telling them about themselves you know and they just oh well you judgmental yeah that that's definitely what it could be and I'm not going to say I've got pegged as being judgmental but I guess my harshness could have came off from that type of way Mm -hmm. but like I said it, it always comes from just like a space of love with me but you know, we know that friendship is the act of building community with people that you love and that you trust and overall that you want to grow with. Like, that's the main factor because we, we're going to change and it is the will to extend yourself to others. You know, just as you would extend your just as you would care about yourself, you extend yourself in the way where you learn to care about other people as well. So what are like three qualities that you would want in a friend like they could be they can be serious they can be fun like you know they don't have to be loyalty like okay that's a given that should be a given with certain qualities like shut up (laughs) that was the first one people are like no but i'm just saying like i just feel like the word loyalty is like so overrated because it's like you don't even know how to be loyal to yourself but you want people to be loyal to you so i think that people should really take a deeper look loyal this is my most loyal friend well duh if she your friend she loyal huh <laughs> not even that it's like y'all you just have to you you saying these words but you don't even really know what that means to you you just saying it because that's that's what you should say you you want a loyal friend so i don't even um i don't know like i guess three let's see three um qualities that i would want in a friend I definitely want somebody that speaks their mind and doesn't sugarcoat things because I want to know that there is someone in my life who will tell me straight up, like tell me things that I need to, that I need to hear, not that I want to hear. So I definitely want somebody that speaks their mind, like in, in a way that's different from me though. And um, they got to be down a clown. 
Girl. Because I like to clown. Like, I laugh all day. Like, I need somebody to be funny. And most importantly, I need them to have a sense of dark humor because my humor is dark. And I, I, I need them to um, get the dark humor so we can just roll in the darkness together. So I definitely want somebody who's, like, funny in my life for sure. Uh, let's see. What's another thing? Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's who's just genuine and just down to earth and just the way that they show up in the world is just uplifting to other people and themselves. And I ain't gonna lie, like I feel like I low key just described myself, and that's that's crazy. And you know what? <laughs> but that's okay. It, you know what's it what's annoying for me, and I don't know if you heard this, but every time you say something, I smack my lips because. Literally everything you said was my list. <laughs> so you definitely just described yourself because, yeah, you're my best friend. I just described you, too. Oh, well. <laughs> That's being cheesy. We're so corny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, now I gotta... We're just unstoppable together. The people don't even have no idea. Huh, right. No idea. I to think of something. So you say individuality because that was mine. Um, I want a protective friend. Mm, that's nice. I want to be able to trust my friend as far as if you know, like protect. I feel like, hmm, what's the way to describe this? I want my friend to be as far as protected. Like, I feel like you are, are, like, you will always protect me. Even though you're miles away, I feel like you're protective. Yeah, I am protective. So, I want that. In, oh, For sure. Yeah, so, protect, a protective friends. Um, uh, hmm. Like, if there's some stuff going down, I'm going to be like, yeah, don't get yourself in that. If it's some stuff going down and you in it, and I'm like, well, I'm in it too. Right. What do I do? <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm about to message them. Like, I'm about to tell exactly. them. Something. Exactly. Like, when some stuff was going down and you tweeted, you tweeted, um, I'm not here for the Heinz slander. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I just, I just be, I be so ready. <laughs> Girl, and I that's really what you ready. need in a friend. In a friend. I need um but it's more so like people doing you wrong and I know that yes. it wasn't deserved. And you and that's that's what I'm saying. Like you're that per- like if I'm wrong in a situation, like it was a situation where I was wrong and you was like, Okay, I would apologize. You told me that. So therefore, if you ever tell me that a person is wrong, then I'm gonna believe you. Like I always ask you. I can't, I, I, I don't mind venting to Malisha, but Malisha see me as no wrong. Like, I can't do wrong in her eyes. Yeah, like, that's, you her sister. <laughs> right, so I can't, like, I'm gonna always tell her everything, like, everything I have a problem with, but when I need somebody to tell me you wrong, like, I'm gonna always come to you because you that person that's gonna tell me I was wrong. But Malisha don't see no wrong. <laughs> she that's the like, quality that I have, too, <laughs> to just be able to my thing is, I'm not only taking up for you, but I have this ability where I, I can see things from all sides of the situation. Yes. And, um, where I'm just kind of like a little balancing being. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Can, tell me the uh, the other traits. So you said, you know, someone who's protective. 
Um, hmm. Let's see. Um, oh, I got to think of something that's not the same as yours. An emotional available friend. Is that a characteristic? That would be good because I feel like if you are not like, that's the thing, like, if you're not emotionally available, you're probably not emotionally available to yourself. Right. So you really don't even know how to show up for friends. So that's that's and, really good too. Right. Right. And that yes, I just need someone who's emotionally available. Someone who is down to listen, like and receptive, you know. Yes, like sometimes I, I don't even need feedback. I just want you to listen. Like it's certain times that I come to you, sometimes I don't I don't even need you to say nothing, just hear me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's been times where I just it's been times that you've been it to me and you fixed the like you would been to me this problem and you fixed it with I don't yeah. even know what to say after this. You got the answers, but sometimes you just need a listener. Yeah, we always have the answers and definitely we just be we just need to know that somebody hears us and feels us. Yes. And I need, last but not least, I need a great personality. Like, I need funny. I look mm-hmm. at myself as the funniest person on earth, and I need to be, like, the second funniest person is probably you. <laughs> like, I need that second, I need my friend to be funny. I don't need no dry humor person. I don't need somebody that just always laughs at me. I need to laugh at somebody. I'm tired of laughing at myself. I'm, I just feel like sometimes I'm funny in such a bimbo way. Like, what? Like, am I blind? Am I is is my am I genetically blind? <laughs> you know, it's yes. like dumb. girl. When I tell girl, like earlier today, I I texted you and I made a mistake and put but, and then I came back because usually I didn't just let it slide. You that person gonna catch on, but you I had to come back and say ignore the but because I didn't feel like you saying but what? Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I hurry up and said, ignore the but. I didn't mean to type that. Totally was going to miss the point of the conversation and focus on one thing. The but, yes. So, yeah, I feel like we both gave great traits and we described each other because we're corny like that. But you know what else? You know what else I was thinking? Like, sometimes when friendships do fail and even in the heat of the moment, sometimes we like, I was in wrong or... They were wrong. Like, you know, we're just so willing to point fingers. But I we I think we should all start to look at like the role that we played in that relationship. Yeah. And in a way, what traits did you even have in common with that friend who you may not be yeah. friends with anymore? Because how did they mirror you in some way? Um, you know, like how how did they mirror you in some way? So I feel like a friend that I am no longer friends with anymore. We were friends because we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had like that little fun spirit. And one thing that I will say about her that I I feel like is the reason why we're not friends anymore is because I just feel like she was just way too materialistic. And it just, at the end of the day, I was just like, what do we even talk about? Like, what yeah. do we, what of substance do we even talk about? And yeah. then I had to look in the mirror and, and, and had to figure out, okay, how was I like her in some way? How was I a little bit superficial? How was I a little bit materialistic? Because 
there was some part of me that was a little bit like that. But then as I started to grow, I realized that like, okay, like it, it's really bad. Like this isn't just something that she was and that I didn't um, entertain. Cause I'm not going to act like I probably didn't entertain it at some point in my life, but yeah, like she was just, it was just too much. It was like, I don't, we can't even have a, a genuine conversation. Like I'm trying to have real conversations, not about the shoes that you just brought. <laughs> Not about which pair she gets. Right. <laughs> and yeah. they all look the same, by the way. All the shoes look the same. <laughs> I'll go with whichever one's higher. <laughs> that's yeah, that that's that's what she was gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't connect with people like that. And that's that that's so true though, because I also had a friend I've been friends with since um high school and we I feel like we tend to hang on to friendships because of time because mm-hmm. we've been friends for so long but if we don't connect like we just don't connect like I would say me and you've been friends since high school but we always connected we grow yeah we and I feel like we grew together mm-hmm. so and even if we did hit some moments where where you know you grew then I grew but it was always you know I see you doing this okay well it wasn't like a I want that too thing but it was like okay this is my friend let me try this because I may like it too you know what I'm saying (laughs) but as far as another friendship you know as I'm growing that person isn't growing so she's still stuck in this phase where we were friends in high school and why are you still the same Mm. I can't I can't we not on the same level it was like for me as I grew up outside of friendships me as a as a woman the way I grew up I was not kicked out like forced out but you know my mom kind of like when I moved out she was like once you move out that's it you got to figure that out you can't come back you figure it out and I admire that from my mom because I figured it out. <laughs> when she mm-hmm. said you can't come back, I, I kept that mentality that mentality in my head. Okay, I'm going to have to get it. I'm going to just have to get it. So that's how I grew as a woman because I learned to not depend on people. So I'm very independent. And that friend is not. So it's like it's always like a helping hand, a helping hand, a helping hand. And that's cool, but when is it you're going to grow up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and like I a different perspective already. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't connect with somebody like that. Because it's just like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I'm not afraid to ask. If I need help, if I stumble, I'm not afraid to be like, damn, I fell short right here. How can I, how can you help me help myself? Mm-hmm. Not can you help me? Yeah. That's a difference. That's a difference with that's a difference when you asking for help. I ask for help to help me help myself. But a lot of people ask for help to for help. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's 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 like a crutch. I don't need a crutch. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's real too when yeah. you when you notice something like that in a person, it's not always easy because the love is obviously still there, mm-hmm. but then there is like this barrier that you have to put up to protect 
the being that you are and to protect everything that you're becoming. Because in a way, like that can drag you down when you just have a bunch of people or even if it's just one person in your life who you do feel like isn't growing. And I always say never underestimate, never underestimate the power of not being able to grow and not being able to get up because we've all been there and done that. Yeah, definitely. But you do have to learn how to remove yourself from a situation when you feel like it's um, affecting your life, like not judging or not putting this person down, but just really creating a healthy boundary for that. So that's, yeah, that's good. Like, remember that that's really, really good. But remember when um, the No New Friends song came out? <laughs> I feel like that was the song they could have made because um, new friends are actually not bad. Like, Making new friends is not bad. And I think that as you grow older, you just may have to do it, especially when you find that everybody um, is just at different points in their lives. And it's nothing to take personal. And, like, this is the question that's in my head. Like, how can I make friends as a 20-something-year-old when I feel that some of my old friends just aren't cutting it? Like, I still love my friends. And we're just on different paths and like, like, how can I make new friends? And I feel like that is something that should definitely be discussed in um, as you're 20-something because you realize, like, okay, some of these friendships are not lasting. Like, mm-hmm. how can I go about making new friends? And I always say, like, just going to try new things, too, and also going to try the things that you know that you like doing mm-hmm. because you just might find some like-minded people at – um like-minded people at the, the the spot that you're at, you know? Right. Right. And um, a lot of people say um, finding new friends on social media, too, but you also got to be cautious with that, too, because people wear masks on social media, yeah. and they can see you doing something and like what you're doing and try to be your friend because of the aesthetics and how pleasing it is. But once you real, if you really get to know that person and they just trying to suck up your energy, it can be a red flag because no, (laughs) no, we can't be friends. No, like, no, like, no. Yeah. My judgment meter is pretty good in that category. And anybody that I became cool with off of social media was just because I, um, I really felt that they were genuine. So I haven't ran across anybody on social media that um, that's like that for me, but I do always, I do take a look out on people who are just like, Oh, we should be friends because let me tell you, it's a whole package deal over here. Like, yeah, the way I am on social media, isn't even like it's their social media could never um, Mm -hmm. really translate or just showcase my personality in full. So yeah, to experience me like that's what's up like yeah. that's the only way to really get to know me and even still like I'm being a little secretive about that too <laughs> mm-hmm. but with me and social media and I ain't even trying to well it is what it is if it sound cocky whatever I don't care a lot of people try to be my friend off the strength that I'm a Gemini <laughs> like if somebody find out I'm a Gemini like it's a automatic conversation and this literally leads to we should get drinks if I say how many times people say that to me I'm just like and I'm like okay but it's just like 
okay. <laughs> because people just think Geminis are so bad to the point where I don't even defend it anymore. If you think like that, bad, okay. like bad company or like bad bitches. <laughs> Geminis are crazy. Geminis are two-faced. Geminis mm-hmm. are just they just are two different people. You don't know what you're gonna get. Shut up. I don't think that's true. I just think that yeah. they just saying they don't even really know the basis of Gemini. They don't exactly. even know what the element is. It, but exactly. I, I, and that's all I think I think it's more so like, okay, first of all, you gotta think about it like Gemini's are air signs. What is air? What is wind? What it be doing? It just be blowing all over the place. Right. And it's it's not the intention to be messy and to be two faced. It's just that y'all get the news. Y'all just be knowing stuff. Literally. People just want to talk to y'all. That's all it Literally. is. Literally. <laughs> like Literally. That's all it is. But they don't they can't even like comprehend it on that level. So it's, they right. wouldn't be even be thinking about it like that. Right. It's not that. Right. Yeah. Now, I think the Taurus in me is the reason why I just don't have that many friends. I could, but then I just be like, hmm. I'm like trying to tell y'all my deepest, darkest secret. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to make sure this is a good friend. Like, seriously, I'm trying to tell you my deepest, darkest secret. That's that's the type of friendships that I want. And I really have to learn how to stop that and just like learn how to just it's okay to just be associates with somebody like it is okay to just go have drinks with somebody that you met and you think that you're cool like y'all probably not gonna be the best of friends immediately and if that never really develops that's okay like you don't have to be the closest friends with everybody that you meet Tiana I have to tell myself that so yeah definitely like yeah I don't mind hanging out with people I've never hung out with before but it's Sometimes people just rub me the wrong way. I'm kind of like, for instance, I don't mind listening to a person vent, but I don't want to hear that every time we talk. Yeah, because you're turning me off. Yeah, I don't 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 care. And I honestly, I'm not going to say I don't care, but I kind of don't. And also, did you ask me how I'm doing today? That's most importantly. Did you ask me if I'm in the right mind space to talk about your problems? Mm-hmm. Do you know if I have my own problems that I need to talk? To? Maybe I wanted to talk to you about my problems today. Are you available to listen? No, because you don't give a damn. But you want to <laughs> listen to it for you. <laughs> but you, but you want me to sit here and listen to your problems with T- Tim, John, Dick, and Harry. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you are so silly let's give the people some um insight on like what they can do to just cultivate some friendships in their lives because I feel like 20 something it's not that easy like yeah it's it's easy to just tell somebody they're cute and then like oh let's be friends and I'm pretty sure there's some blossoming friendships just from off that very notion but it can be a little bit more hard and it can be a little bit more trying than that. Like just t- it's telling somebody that they're cute. I think that my my um, insight would be just to really keep it light. Like when meeting people, you don't have to give your all, you know, mm-hmm. show up as yourself, show up as your beautiful self and share pieces of your personality. Just mm-hmm. share pieces of your personality um, and just really get a feel for the people themselves. Like go in there in a this is my this is my insight. This is what I'm doing. Um 
go in there with an open mindset, but also mm-hmm. just being very observing of different mm-hmm. things, but not so observing to where you didn't talk yourself into thinking that the person was crazy or a serial killer, but just be present. Just be present in getting to know people. You'll know when something rubs you the wrong way. You'll know when something is just like so funny. And most importantly, you'll know when somebody is genuine. Well, I know that I, 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 I do know. I, I'm not going to say that you going to know because it's not that easy. Like not everybody has like that discernment factor to where they can tell the difference, you know? So I say, show up, don't be scared. Like just be you. You don't have to worry about nobody not liking you or somebody disliking you because at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody that likes you. There's always going to be somebody that dislikes you. But guess what? You still have to, you're going to live to see another day. You're going to live to see another day. Go out do something new talk to strangers please like talking to strangers you never know what can happen from talking to strangers i may not always be the first person to talk to a stranger sometimes they may not talk they may talk to me first but i always find that there's like so much more underneath the surface when you just when you speak to a stranger first and you ask them to take your picture you compliment them on something like you really can create good little bonds from small things like that yeah, that's definitely something I'm trying to work more on is, um, you know, approaching people, talking to people, complimenting people more, because um, sometimes people just need to need a simple, hey, how you doing? Sometimes people need that. Sometimes people need just need a compliment. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like sometimes my rest image face is just so strong. I'm so unapproachable at times when I'm probably... I do think that yes, is fair. like so. Mm-hmm. I'm so unapproachable, but meanwhile, in my head, I'm thinking, "Damn, she got swag. I should compliment her, or maybe I shouldn't." You know. Yeah, you <laughs> so, really do have a bad resting bitch face. Yeah, it's horrible, and you'd be looking mean. I I definitely always look mean, especially but, in the face of men. I don't even know uh, how to get to know you. Ugh, Instagram, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Instagram girl like when a man comes up to me in person I think it I just automatically think he's heaven sent because I'm like like not approachable at all because I'm just Mm. always like looking so mean (laughs) so today so if hey guys if you're out there listening (laughs) if you approach me in person um I might give you my number Okay. Now I think that we should start clearly like a, a sex hotline. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> the way you switched up your voices now is just like okay. <laughs> What's happening here? Right. But no, come on, come on. Give them some um give them some insight and then we're gonna get on to the two next things that we wanna talk about and then we out. Damn. Okay, wait, inside of what? Oh, my God. Making friends as a 20-something-year-old. Oh, making That's, friends. Yeah. Like, um, okay, so on a different level, like, you said, like, just complimenting people and stuff. But me, it's kind of different with me because I, I really make friends off Instagram. I really do. And, um, like, I've met a very close friend that she's very close to me now, and she's so genuine, so sweet. And I met her on Instagram and um we just opened up because she, you know, she's she always reciprocates energy. So mm-hmm. like um 
I'm very open with her and she's very open with me. And um, it's like we've been friends for years because we just simply talk. She she always just asks me how I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't talked in a few days, but she always asks me, like, are you okay? Asking someone how they're doing and asking them, are they okay, is just so different to me. So when she asked me if she was if I was okay, like it really warmed my heart because I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> so, so just like meeting her, it was definitely like heaven sent for me. So um, I was kind of um, open with her when we met up for the first time, but I was also like protective of my energy because people can see you on Instagram and want your energy, but they can't be always good for your energy. So I was very observant with her at first and just mm-hmm. noticing yeah. like how she handled certain situations how she handled herself and I loved it and that goes back to uh, being protective um because like a situation happened when we went out um like last weekend or so and she was very protective over herself and um I admired that so much because I knew that if Rose was reversed, she would have done the same thing for me. And Mm -hmm. it was like a reciprocated energy because I had her back because she felt like she was disrespected because, you know, it's a trying time right now. So you don't want strangers touching on you and um, you don't want to be around people. Yeah, we had an open bar, but if I ask you not to touch me, it should be done. Yeah. So I I love that she um, was protective over herself because I knew if it was Rosalind, she would have protected me in the same way. So and um, so, yeah, just be like like you said, have an open mind, but also have an open heart when you're meeting up with people and, you know, just be protective of yourself. Yeah. Read the room, too, because yeah. like you were saying, how the girls the um, you know, some you don't want to be that person that's just telling all your problems on the first date. Mm-hmm. Um, first date but yeah it is a date going out with friends is dates um you don't want to be you know you don't want to just be feeding that energy or really just bonding with somebody based on trauma so you really just want to learn how to read the room if it's really an opportunity in a moment like this person is really down and out and they just don't have a lot of people in their lives and they really need to vent to somebody you will know that you will be able to tell the difference between that person and then somebody who just, they just want to tell you the problem because they, they just want to keep harping on it. They didn't talk about it 10 times with right. 10 different friends in their lives. And now they just met you and they just willing to, if they want to spill their lives to you in that way, in like the most negative um, content, I feel like that's a red flag. Like why are we jumping straight to the negativity? Right. <laughs> Just saying, why are we jumping straight to the negativity? But um, before we go, we have two things that we want to touch on. Mm-hmm. First, we really want to create a more interactive experience with the podcast. Like, we know we'd be having people that be listening, but we want to give them something to, like, just kind of, like, live with. Like, something to really just create a interactive community with our Instagram page. So we did change the Instagram page to Water Woman Collective because we wanted mm-hmm. it to be a more community space to where we are doing interactive things. And as time goes by, we will start to incorporate more interactive events, whether it's just like Zoom call and eventually in person when we are in the same city. But mm-hmm. with that being said, we want to start doing a practice of the month. <laughs> yep. And... 
a practice of the money like what the hell is that a practice <laughs> of the like what's she talking about a practice of the month is basically to help us all learn how to build healthier habits and by doing this practice of the month i believe that we are training our minds to just learn how to become a little bit more disciplined because it's easy to say what you want to do and never doing it but by making a commitment each month and every day to the particular practice you are really creating a space in your life for these healthy habits to take root and take form. And what I mean by that is that even after that particular month is over, you are willing to just build upon the habit that you created because you recognize the value of that practice. So the practice of the month for us is silence. And okay, you like silence. Okay, tell me more. Okay, well, <laughs> by practicing silence, we want you to practice one hour of silence every day. Um, it could be 45 and 15, 30 and 30, or it can be one mm -hmm. full hour. And with this silence, you could be sitting there doing absolutely nothing, staring at your wall, yep. or you could just be silently drinking some water, silently going to the gym, silently doing yep. some yoga. Just yep. doing something in silence. That's really the key of what we want you to do. Yes. And a um, little quick example. Um, so me, I do everything with music. I have to be listening to music for like anything. Like when I wake up in the morning, hey, Alexa, open Pandora. You know, I have to be listening to music mm -hmm. when I work out. I have to be listening to music. So this morning, um, I worked, I woke up at like 6.30, just laid in bed for like 30 minutes, went to the gym. I worked out in silence. <laughs> and it was kind of, it was different, but I was focused. And mm. I was listening to the equipment and like I was listening to the weight. Like I was listening to myself breathe. I was listening to um, like just listening to myself, basically listening to myself breathe because that's all that was, you know, taking place. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I cooked my breakfast in silence and it mm. gave me time to think. It also gave me time to connect on a spiritual level with God because it gave me time to just literally look at every single thing I have and literally thank him for everything. Thank you yeah. for this egg. Thank you for this pineapple I'm eating. Thank you for this mm -hmm. yogurt. Like I was really showing my gratitude this morning and um, it was so different because I do a lot of things in silence, but I noticed this when we talked about practicing silence, but this morning I practiced my whole entire morning routine in silence and it was really amazing. Even last night, I normally go to sleep with the TV on. And last night, I just went to sleep in complete silence. And it's so therapeutic. Like, it's it's just amazing. So we're challenging you guys to just have silence sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just a little bit more intentional in that way. I know for me, like, I talk to myself a lot. So I talk to myself a lot because... I'm probably talking myself through the steps or talking myself through the moments. And I realized that it's not really all that necessary to do that all the time because in that talking to myself, that means I'm trying to convince myself that everything is okay. But mm -hmm. if I could just wake up and look around, I realize that everything's okay anyway. Like probably about 20 minutes of my silence was really just in the bed this morning. Like I really didn't have that much get up and go about me today. I don't know. I was feeling a little sad. So when I woke up, I just lay in silence and I just 
acknowledged thoughts coming and going, not clinging to an idea of anything, not saying like, oh, I need to do this when I get up because we do that a lot. We plan in our, we plan in our head like, okay, after I'm finished cooking, I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to, but it's like just silently get into it. So we really want to challenge you guys to um, do these practice of the month. And this is something that we're going to be talking about and checking in with you guys throughout the month, just through the Instagram post. So be on the lookout for that. Know that you're not alone. And at the very end of the month, we will both give our own experience with the silence of the month. So stay tuned for that. And the next thing um, that we want to talk about is just a little surprise. Worked on a journal. Um, ain't nobody going to water you like you water your journal. And we want that to be used to really take note of the ways you water yourself. I know like on I think the last podcast episode yeah maintaining the flow mm-hmm. I talked about learning how to just take note of all the things that you do that you really really love like I realized like I really really love laughing and like obviously who doesn't love laughing but it's like I laughed today that was me watering myself like just small things like that so we want to launch that and we will also do a giveaway as well but we're going to come back with all the details about that, but just wanted to put it out there and give some little announcements. Loki was supposed to do this at the beginning of the podcast, but it's okay. Totally forgot. It was just how we came on. Like, it just flowed. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You know, man, all things intentional. Act like you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> our time here has come to an end. Definitely. And... I like I said, like we we do clown a lot, but we don't really just be saying things for no reason. Mm-hmm. 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 Like like you know, friend. We've said all that to say. <laughs> I'ma just let you take it away this time. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna water you. Like you water you. Ah. have just tuned in to an episode of the water woman podcast and we are so grateful that you came to stay up to date with all the episodes what's to come and the chance to be a part of a thriving community follow us on instagram at water woman collective